Welcome to Slow and Steady, the podcast where you get to follow along as we figure out how to build and run a SaaS. I'm Benedict. And I'm Brian. Each week, we'll give you an honest peek into our lives as we work on our products and keep the lights on with consulting. Today is December the 11th, and I hate to say it, but I'm feeling stressed. This is episode number 21, and I'm feeling ambivalent. Why are you stressed, ambivalent. Brian? What's up? It's I will I will at least say it's for some good it's for some good reasons, um, which is like I, there I, f- I feel like there's like a bit of momentum going on multiple different fronts for me right now. Client work is good. My personal site, um, just trying to get like like I mentioned last week. I'm I'm hoping to try to just take some time off in January, and so that means I I kind of just want to get a bunch of you know lead gen stuff and content marketing things just like set up for automation and uh just getting some getting some improvements in place and kind of had a, a a flurry of creative activity on that um whereas you know it's felt stagnant before and so i'm really excited to be working on it and then of course like project headlamp stuff is going well um seeing some traction there and so um maybe, yeah so that's that's that is what has me feeling a little bit uh, a little bit stressed which is like there, a, there are a, a all things i want kind of, to work on a positive yes, kind of stress yeah. okay then it's yeah, not exactly, too bad <laughs> exactly it it's I'll, I'll characterize it this way it feels like there are three things that i want to be working on because the client work that i'm doing I'm, i really enjoy i uh, like this particular project um there are three things i want to be doing as opposed to one thing i want to be doing and two other things that i have to do um so it's at least it's at least a positive thing. Nice. How? Why are you? Uh, why are you feeling ambivalent over there? Um, I I got an email yesterday, out of the blue, um, from a uh, someone I'm working with in terms of like band websites and stage CMS, and we're basically asking, hey, I, I have this new customer and they want to migrate their website to your system, but it has to be done by next Friday, and I'm like. Oh, okay. Okay. And um, I think I said it a couple of times before, but I, I, I didn't really plan on doing any work on it anymore. Right. But then this customer, a potential customer comes along and it happens to be like Sepultura. Like, uh, it's oh my like gosh. One uh, of the hugest. Roots, bloody roots. <laughs> yes. So I remember I Sepultura. And like, oh shit, I've been listening to them for at least 15 years. I should. Yeah, probably do this. <laughs> so now I'm I'm uh, here uh, being uh, all conflicted about should I do this? Should I should I not do this? But mm-hmm. right now I'm leaning towards just doing it, and I don't know, not for a business way, okay. but like, just because it's a cool project. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What what all would what all would you need to do? Um. So it? it looks like they basically want a new simple website with just a couple of pages and um, I'm working with the designer and she would basically do the designs in Photoshop, send them over by next week, Tuesday. And then I have like three or four days to do the HTML, CSS, merge it into mm-hmm. the CMS and, and publish it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> and is uh, getting Sepultura on stage CMS part of your three-year three-year plan for benedict's growth and success 
<laughs> Not really, <laughs> but it's still a fun thing. <laughs> yeah. Are you? Um, yeah. Does it does it feel like you can legitimately uh, still get everything that you want to get in place for dropping consulting in January? And um, do the fun side thing with Sepultura. I think it might work out, yeah. Um, so with the consulting yeah. project, uh, one of them is basically done. There's there's not much to do there, and the other one is I'm I'm just doing handoff calls these days, like yeah, meeting with the developer for a call for one hour and then talking him through the uh -huh. system. Uh -huh. So I have some time available in theory. Yeah. I mean, sure, there's okay. always useless stuff, but if I postpone this for a couple of days then i can get this done okay and i feel like i should just do it because why not <laughs> well okay i mean i know you're asking that rhetorically i mean wh why not is because it's it's not it's not in line with like your greater sure, goals and you've like yeah. been wanting to shut stage down on the other so i'm going to make a prediction that if that people who do reach out to you on twitter or in slack are going to say resist the urge don't do it be you know da, 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 da. um the on the other hand this is fun like it's supposed to be fun what we do and yeah, yeah. and, and it, that's exactly the thing i talked about it with a couple of friends and they basically also said yeah i mean business-wise probably not the wisest suggestion and an idea and um but like just consider it as a hobby like something you do and decide to have fun and yeah i think yeah. with that mindset Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's just do it. Yeah. It, and if if you are going to work on it on the side, it's not going to take priority over anything you're doing during your work hours. Is that true? Um, well, I don't have like strict work hours, so I, it might well, happen that I yeah, work course, in the afternoon on this. But yeah. sure, if like something else comes up, that's like usually stuff is still more important for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, if I can squeeze it in there... I just do it. Here's what I, this is what, this is, I think one of the few things I remember about Sepultura. Um, I'm pretty sure the only album I had of theirs was Roots. Is, was that the name of the album too? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Um, that like, I mean, they're like, a, you know, scream metal, but what I remember from the video of, of Roots is that they're like, they, they are very, you know, heavy and like, you know, <laughs> and then the lead singer had like this really, like a clean looking t-shirt on. I don't remember what that's, that is, that is seriously the image I have of them, them in my head was being like, man, these guys are so head. Wait, he's wearing like a really nice t-shirt or, <laughs> and I, I don't know. I'm going to have to look it up when we get off of the, uh, yeah, of this because yeah. now that's just tickling the back of my brain. Yeah. I had to rewatch that, <laughs> that video yesterday and yeah, oh, he has nice. a nice shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I do remember. Yeah, so whatever yeah. for whatever reason, isn't that weird? For whatever reason, twenty years ago, uh, that is just stuck in my head. What else is What else is going on with you, man? Um, I got the WebSocket stuff done that I mentioned uh, at the end of our last call. Um, basically, took like another thirty minutes, and everything was working. Once <laughs> <laughs> you got, yeah. <laughs> Once you managed to get yourself off of this, like back into the code. Yeah. And then it was an easy fix. Um, Good. And um, yeah, it's like, I was unsure if it's worth doing the, the WebSocket stuff, but like 
now it's so much nicer like you can open like five windows and send a message and it instantly pops up in all all five of them at the same mm-hmm. time so it's kind of cool um um other than that i'm currently working on the J- javascript api for like um well for one as a uh, script tag that you can just embed in your page but i'm also thinking about publishing an npm package so like people with uh client side heavy application can just pull the code and uh, pull yeah. in the code directly instead of doing the kind of weird uh script tag stuff mm-hmm. yep and uh, yeah that's basically what i'm working on these days very nice what's the um so you want to get the do you want to get that shipped before you release in-app messaging to all of your clients like that documentation piece of it or um what's the plan i feel like the javascript stuff is a requirement for the in-app messages because that piece of code is basically the thing that pulls and the injects the iframe into the website and stuff like that so i have to at least ship that before we are able to ship the in-app messages okay there's there's no like uh more manual way that a handful of your friends clients type could could do it probably not okay cool cool but I, I I have it working somewhat. Um, I just need to clean up the API and package it into a npm package and yeah, figure out how to do the script inject uh, thing, and um, then it should be done. Yeah, what's the? Are y'all talking about like a marketing rollout to announce the feature, or what's what's the rest of the? We, we've been talking about you getting it built and delivered, but what's the rest of the conversation like? with jane and yeah how are y'all thinking through all that like once we have it done and tested and um basically ready to roll out for everyone i guess we just silently roll it out <laughs> and okay. not tell anyone okay and uh i guess we're going to do another product hunt launch with this because it's like okay. a major feature and yep. a good opportunity to post a product hunt again and mm-hmm. like make a big mm-hmm. splash or at least try to make a big splash. Yeah. At least another splash. So si- silently roll it out so that you can monitor it and just make sure that everything yeah. is cool. Yeah. See who's using it and how. And Yeah. Like I think the first step will be to, so what we're doing next week is we're starting to do calls with people and showing them our prototype and collecting feedback, incorporating whatever they say about it. Like, do they like the way it works right now? Do they have something totally sim- uh, totally different in mind and we need to radically change the interface or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and once that is done, I think we'll um, roll it out to a couple of a, um, early access customers, uh-huh. like people we know, and we know that they will be able to easily integrate it and provide feedback, yep. roll it out to them. And once that works well enough then just like remove the feature flag from the application cool roll it out to everyone and then i guess mention it on the mailing list and um yeah do a big splash okay all right good luck yeah yeah feeling good yeah it's starting to feel um to feel good um but like the the web socket stuff it's like 
it's entirely new to me. I never used it in production before, so I'm, oh, <laughs> I'm insanely scared about nerves. that part because yeah. I, I don't I don't know how to scale this. Like I I don't know how this will behave. Like once there mm-hmm. are a thousand people connected and stuff like that. So I guess we'll roll it out gradually and slowly just to be yeah. able to learn. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, yeah. keep us posted here. Anything else? Yeah, definitely. Um, we had a spam related incident last week as oh, well, dear. like on top of all things. Um, and it was like one of the weird things where one thing leads to another thing and you only realize after the fact. So what happened? And like, also one attack vector I hadn't considered before at all. I always assumed someday someone with <laughs> malicious intents yeah. will come sign up for a user list account, import a million users and just start sending out emails. Yeah. But that wasn't what what happened. Instead, someone signed up to one of our custom customers applications, like created 500 accounts there, um, used proper email addresses like from real people and set their first name to some long text in Russian. Okay. I think it was Russian and a link to potentially some malware to download or something like that. <laughs> Basically set their name to this, rely on the fact that the application then uses user list to send out onboarding emails um, that have like, hello, whatever. Right. They're, the insanely long first name with the link in it. <laughs> and then that got sent out. Of course, like the receiving mail server was like, yeah, no, no way. Not right. going to deliver that. <laughs> so Thankfully, they, um, yeah. they started blacklisting us. And what I didn't realize at that point, or I hadn't realized before that point was recently our email provider upgraded us to a higher plan because they were, increasing prices and basically shutting off the the lower tier plan. Mm -hmm. And one of the features on the higher plan was, hey, you get a dedicated IP address for sending. Before that, we had like the shared pool that they were sharing with all their customers or at least certain parts. Okay. And with the upgrade, (laughs) they assigned us that single IP and the way it works, like all our emails got got sent via that single server. Yeah. So when we got blacklisted, of course it meant yeah. all of our customer all emails. Customers like, are now. Yep. Yeah, all of them are on the blacklist. Luckily, it didn't affect many. Like it was basically just this one customer um, that had an issue. Mm-hmm. And even of those, it was only a subset. Like this would basically, it was one blacklist out of, I don't know how many are out there, but like there are a lot of there. We were on one. So mail servers checking this particular blacklist would not accept emails from us. Right, right. Which ironically affected one other customer who tried to reset their password in that very moment. (laughs) So they never got the password reset email. It's not getting sent. What's the the process like to get removed? I mean, to get removed from that blacklist then? What, what so do you have usually, to prove back to them that you're doing and like, what's that like? Usually it, those um, those blacklists have a form that you fill out and then yeah. explain what happened and uh-huh. provide a phone number and stuff like that. We didn't do it this time because our solution was basically to get rid of the dedicated IP address <laughs> oh, okay, and go back into the shared pool because uh-huh. like, 
um, with the, the plan we're on with the email provider right now, um, we can use either the shared pool, like with where the IP addresses are shared with everyone and they mm -hmm. manage them or the dedicated mm -hmm. IP address, but then we have to manage it ourselves and make sure it's not on blacklists and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Unless we buy a premium support package, which we, which we didn't feel like doing not right ready now. to yet. Yeah. Yeah. It so, definitely, man, it definitely yeah. feels though like at <laughs> some point, I mean, e email yeah. delivery is just such a complicated and specialized yeah. beast all of its own like at some point yeah it's gonna i think at some point somebody it, to own that we are probably going to own that ourselves that's true but like for now like for this to work we'd probably have to add at least five more ip addresses and of course they charge for that and mm -hmm. then we have to monitor all five of them and then when they get blacklisted we have to make sure we get removed and stuff like that. Yeah. And like, yeah, at this very moment, it didn't feel like a good time and money investment to right. do this. Instead, we just like went back to the shared email pool, like IP pool where they manage all of that. Yep. And yes, yep. we are potentially sending from the same IPs as people who as are other having people. bad intents. Yep. But at least like our email provider is kind of incentivized to make sure that yeah this doesn't affect everyone it's, so, it's yeah i yeah. mean there's there's a risk on both sides and it's just a different calculus yeah and, yeah. yeah yeah exactly and right now it felt like wiser to let they them handle that stuff for us instead of trying to do it on our own mm -hmm. yeah well yeah that's a big that one. was my fun week last week <laughs> <laughs> is is it is it i mean pretty much like water under the bridge it's all gone and 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 done now or are there still some things that you're thinking about and monitoring or is it, is it um, solved? so that particular issue is, is is solved by just like not using that blocked ip anymore so that was pretty easy um but yeah i mean sure it got me thinking about what can we do to prevent something like this in the future and i don't have a good solution yet but I think it will involve something like implementing some checks on um, either the outgoing emails, but I feel like that's already too late. I think what we really mm. want to do is like figure out if a user that is sent to us is somewhat malicious or fake or whatever and try to detect them early and then just stop sending to to these these accounts in right. the first place right but how to do that i'm not entirely sure okay <laughs> keep us keep us posted <laughs> yeah yeah it will be an ongoing project i guess <laughs> yeah. yeah what's up uh, with you what's what else do you have to share well so i i was kind of mentioning you know earlier it was it was a kind of a classic week for what um for what i'm juggling and balancing which is good client work incredibly grateful to have client work never want to sound like i'm complaining about that um, but it does take up my time um and uh yeah doing and then doing some work on my consulting site but you know in terms of what people here are probably most interested in um i had somebody email me to say that they were interested in trialing headlamp um and so yeah <laughs> and so sent uh sent them an email uh just basically kind of laying out you know 
um, during the during the invite only period. I'm only going to offer annual plans um, for your number of seats at seven bucks a seat. Here's the you know thirty three sixty US um, for an annual plan. Let me know if you're interested. And so I think I sent that. It's been it's been several days now. Um, I, I sent a follow up email this morning actually before this call. And so um haven't haven't heard anything back but you know i'm not going to i'm not going to live or die on that response like that's one out of you know one down 49 to go you know basically um so i'm that's that's one good thing that consulting has taught me is you just cannot live and die on every proposal or every email so um and uh so that's where that's where that is i'm pretty I don't know, but feeling pretty good about that. Had a separate had a separate conversation with somebody in a different uh like group that I'm a part of, works at a 12 person remote company. I was like, this actually looks pretty interesting. So sent them the same message. Um and uh we'll, we'll see. Is this is this a discounted price or you know, I, I realized after I sent it that no, I didn't uh, I was just like, you know, seven dollars times your number of seats times twelve. And, um, for an annual plan, it should probably have been times 10, um, you know, to offer like the two months off. So I guess if, if a couple more days goes by, I could offer that at the moment. I don't want to negotiate against myself on price just since I didn't think of it to begin with and it's out there. So, uh, but I do, I do think that that might be a bit of a, um, a, a good approach to take, you know, as more of these come in. I think like just um just selling it with a discount like mentioning hey you get this as a special price because like you're an early customer um well probably helps with selling it like okay. even if if your solution is to just like raise the price to nine dollars when you launch <laughs> yeah i i I want to think. I would want to think through that. I th I think I'm not. I'm not as interested in saying, um, you know, it's going to be nine when it, nine per seat when it launches. You get it at seven. Uh, not as interested in that as just experimenting with pricing, kind of yeah. all over the place. That's, um, that's but that's I, about it as well. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do see what you're saying. I think. I think the main thing is to offer the two months free. If I'm, you know, charging, saying I'm only going to offer annual plans. Well, the eventual annual plan is definitely going to have some, like, you know, discount in it. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes that makes complete sense. I mean, if you, if you still have like 50 more people interested in this, then you have plenty of opportunity to experiment with different yes. offerings. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So relate related to that, what's pretty cool is there's um there's a podcast called 21st Century Work Life. There's a company called Shield Geo. They do like um all the taxes and benefits and things for remote companies. Um and so those folks are pairing up on they're they're going to do a like six or seven episode um podcast series about remote work and loneliness. And asked if I would want to be a, a guest on that series, and I obviously said yes. So, um, so that'll be that'll be a really great. I think I'm I'm pretty hopeful that that'll be a good venue. Number one, just to talk about this topic that I'm you know pretty passionate about. The other will be to you know send 
pretty qualified leads over to projectheadlamp.com um, and hopefully, you know, generate some more interest and get some people reaching out. And um, so that's going to happen, I think, in mid-January. I need to go back and look at the email, but I think sometime in January. So I'm really, I'm, I'm very excited about that. Uh, it feels like good. Perfect. Yeah. Sounds like a perfect opportunity. It is a podcast. It, yeah. Have some experience <laughs> with podcasts, I guess. <laughs> a little bit now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that, that just could not, that could not be any better. Uh, I couldn't believe what I was reading. <laughs> You're doing yeah, an entire yeah. series on this topic and you would like me to come talk about it. Uh, yeah, for sure. So I'm really do excited. You think, do you think it might be worth asking them about like, a sponsorship opportunity or something like that. I mean, not sure yeah. what that would cost, but like how cool would it be if like you'd be like project headlamp would be mentioned in every yes. single episode at yeah. some point. That is, I think I, it would be cool. All right. I'm, that's a really good point. I'll, I'm going to ask them. I will ask them like, about that. I have no idea. You guys idea get a free account the... and in, uh, in return, you yeah. just mention it every episode yeah, yeah, yeah. or something like I, that. I don't know right. if they take you up on that, but I, who, yeah, who knows, but you're right. It is, it's worth, it's worth following up on and asking. So speaking of remote work and podcasts uh, for bright and early and working on like a little, I don't know what it's going to end up being six to 10 episodes, maybe mini series about remote work. And uh, I've got, so CEO of Buffer, CEO of Bear Metrics, Marie at Use FYI. She's like um, co-founder with Heightenshaw on that. Uh, Josh Ho referral, uh, referral Rock. I've like been talking to him uh, on Twitter a bunch, but we never actually met or spoken in person. So I'm, yeah, they're just like I was, it feels like there's a bunch of momentum in a, in a lot of good areas that I feel like, uh, yeah, it's just it's it's been it's challenging yeah, it, to find the time for each of them to keep the momentum going, but it's it's good. It, it feels good. Yeah, I, I I totally believe that. Like once you get going and things start to happen, it's insanely motivating. Mm -hmm. And you should at least do the sponsorship thing on your own podcast and uh, at least <laughs> yeah. mention it once yeah, per right. episode for this one. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You're, yeah, that's totally true. For Did the... you ever mention it? Like, I think. I have not. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, I haven't talked. Should, I haven't talked probably, about. I haven't talked about headlamp on bright and early at all. I think yet. you 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 alluded to it a little bit. Like I'm working on this new side project, but you never mentioned the name or yeah. what it's about. Yeah, not that it's launched. That's you're you're missing out. Like you should do this. <laughs> yeah, now you're right. Now that it's now that it's out there, like there's there's somewhere to send people to. There's something to look at. Yeah, you're right. It's time to start mentioning it over there. I've just been, I've been pretty, you know, hesitant to start pointing people to something when it's just like an idea and now it's starting to come together. So, yeah, I think it's a perfect time to start sending traffic there. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. of course, without a website, it's kind of hard, but yeah, like now yeah, exactly. that there's something, there's a mailing list. So, yep. yeah, you should, right. you should definitely use that opportunity. Yeah, cool. The, um, <laughs> I wanted to say from, last last week our show you know it was whatever it was the title we need to get more sleep or something and yeah. so at the end you know i walk upstairs from my home office and my wife comes in and she's like so i just finished uh slow and steady i was like oh yeah and she goes it's so funny she's giving me a hard time she's like i saw the saw the episode title and you know you two are these you know bootstrappers and working full-time on the side and your episodes <laughs> all about needing more sleep so thought it was going to be about balancing the struggles and you know 
80 hour weeks and holding off on that and da 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 da. And she's like, and then, <laughs> and then you were talking about how you had to spend time with your family over Thanksgiving and, and watching Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I I guess you could just tell that we were very tired and didn't feel uh, motivated to think about stuff. <laughs> she she was she was very quick to say, "I'm not I'm not I don't mean to give you a hard time. I think self care is important. It's just that y'all weren't getting the sleep that you need for completely different reasons <laughs> than she very was true, expecting." Yeah, it was really yeah. funny. It was good. It was good. So, but honestly, this, this, well, whatever, done talking about how <laughs> <laughs> I, I do feel like this week I'm not getting enough sleep for the, those actual reasons though, um, <laughs> balancing a bunch of different things, pulling me in all sorts of directions. Um, yeah. One really, one really cool thing I've mentioned my, you know, mastermind group here for, I mean, this podcast is what inspired me to start this mastermind group with two of my friends. and. um so one of the guys in it is Richard. I've mentioned him a bunch. He's like a developer. The other guy that's in the mastermind group, his name is Travis. And he he is just a really brilliant storyteller. He is a fantastic marketer. And so it's cool to kind of have his his input. I'm going to link to this in the show notes because the project that he's been talking to us about over the past, you know, month or two, I want to say, is just it's about him and his family trying to save this caboose in Louisville, Colorado. Um, and uh, and they were on the news recently and like they're just getting all they're getting some cool press. And it's just a really, really fun story and a great example of, I think, good storytelling and marketing. And it has just felt that's just been another, you know, uh, it's just been a fun thing to kind of watch it happen. Watch somebody, you know, he mentioned it to us like a month and a half or two months ago. I was like, hey, I noticed that they're going to demolish this caboose and I thought I, I, I would save it. And so that's what I'm going to be talking about on our weekly mastermind calls. And Richard and I are like, okay, cool. Cab- train, caboose, cool, whatever. And now a couple months later, and he's like on the Denver news for it. So it's <laughs> it was really fun cool so we'll we'll link to that i just wanted to yeah to share that it's really fun um (laughs) did i get that right what's that richard the rails developer who's doing that no 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 richard yeah so richard's the rails developer yeah so travis joined in and was like all right i'm wanting to kick off like a marketing consultancy and richard and i are like we can talk to you all about consulting and then a little while later, he's like, hey, so there's this train I'm thinking of saving. <laughs> like, All right. How can we help? <laughs> and That's a cool story. I, it I is. It's really cool. People, yeah. People should definitely, definitely check out SaveTheLewisVilleCaboose.com to see what he's up to. It's really, really fun. Um, I think I didn't put this in our show notes or put this in our outline, Benedict, but um. The people, the people want more German. They, uh, they want to hear more German yeah, from you. They, I, I, no, you're <laughs> getting this wrong. They want more German from you. <laughs> as I, as I pointed out, uh, yeah, I've got, I've got none in me. The, uh, <laughs> the best. I was joking about this with somebody. The best I could do is to try to. Uh, the, the lyrics from one of Tool's songs. It's like a parody song that has German words in it. And that's the best I could do. Are you You're familiar? Are you, 
You know what? Hang on. Let's let's do this. Let's give the people what they want. Okay. <laughs> Here is Okay. Are you are you familiar with this it, um Dyer von Satan from Tools album uh, No, I'm not. Okay. Um it's a it's a joke. Okay. Because ba- like the song itself, it's you know, it's like really like industrial and but it's just really like reading the the lyrics to I think like a recipe. Okay, so I'm I'm going to read some things. I'm going to do my best here, and you're going to tell me then tell the audience what it is I have said. Auf ein gefettetes Backblechlaken und bei Zwölfuntergrad für Fenzen Minuten backen und keine Eier. How did I do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't sound like German, but um, <laughs> I understood what you were saying. Yeah. <laughs> so, so now the challenge for me will be to, to translate this. Yeah. Roughly. What did I, what did I say there? So it's definitely a recipe and you <laughs> basically said that you have to put whatever you're doing on a baking pan and... <laughs> Put it in the oven uh-huh. with uh, at 200 degrees for 15 minutes. Okay, und keine Eier. And don't add and don't add eggs. And no yeah. eggs, <laughs> no eggs. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Are you uh, are you a tool fan at all? Were you ever? Um, no, not really. Okay. I but I, to be honest, I never really checked them out. Yeah. Maybe I should. Yeah. I'll definitely listen to this particular song <laughs> afterwards. Okay, <laughs> kick out of it. <laughs> <sighs> hey, I uh I booked my or I, I think I yeah, I've I have I'm narrowing down my Airbnb options for microconf um or hotel and stuff. Are you what's your status on on microconf? I still have to book my flight and the yeah. hotel, but are you for sure going? I yeah, okay. unless something Woo-hoo. unless something weird happens uh Mm -hmm. i'm definitely going yeah Mm -hmm. sweet that'll be cool we'll we'll do we'll record a we'll record one of these in person yeah definitely looking forward to that well anything uh anything else that we need to talk about here um one thing um i realized next week's episode is probably the last one for this year that's true yeah, I doubt we'll record one on the morning of the 25th. Yeah, I doubt that. <laughs> and like the morning of the 1st, yeah, also unlikely. Also not, so. also not happening. Okay. So should we just uh, take two weeks off or do we want something? Yeah, like, no. let's prepare something? Or? We'll, take, we'll take two weeks off. Let's like next week, maybe we can do some kind of, uh, you know, review of the year or review of, the pro- of our progress or something and talk about some goals for next year. Um, you know, or just some objectives and yeah, let's think about that. I think that's a good idea. Cool. Let's, let's do that. All right. And then we won't record the 25th or the first, and then we'll pick it back up on the 8th of January. Yeah. I think that sounds like a good plan. Okay. Right on. Perfect. Well, last week's episode, we recorded it so quick. Um, we forgot to even mention show notes. We were just like, all right, get back to coding Benedict later. Um, (laughs) So you can find show notes at slowandsteadypodcast.com or follow us on Twitter at slowsteadypod. And, and yeah, talk to you next week. All right, later.